Hey, San Francisco, welcome to Quizotron! Thanks so much for being here. I'm your host, Rebecca Watson. Please join me in welcoming tonight's amazing contestants, Camille Eddy, Christian Amaral, Will Smith, and Keith Volk-Jensen! Quizotron is, of course, a quiz show in which I will ask my contestants science-themed questions. Uh, They will buzz in using those giant buzzers in front of you. Go ahead. I know you want to. There you go. (laughs) They'll make sounds like that, and their names will appear like that. The audience at home cannot see that, but we can. Uh, They will get points if they are right about the questions, like this. Uh, and they will lose points if they're wrong. Keith, could you buzz in real quick? Why is it happening? So to they'll be get me? <laughs> they'll, they're wrong. They'll lose points. I can't believe you fell for that, you dummy. I, I, no, I, <laughs> they will we, also. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Look, we got yeah, get right up on it. Right up All on right. it. Do I need to teach you how to use a microphone? No. Please. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they'll also they will get get points if they are wrong but amuse me, and they will lose points if they're right but they have displeased me in some way. Because <laughs> you know this entire venture is just a way for me to feel superior to others. So without further ado, let's jump right into it because round one is getting to know our contestants. Ooh. Everyone, hands on your buzzers. I don't know Question. why I'm looking back there like there's answers. There's no answers <laughs> behind you. There there's are, really no answers at all. No. They're all in your head. Here we go. Question number one. Which contestant once ran into Courtney Love who told him she was the inspiration for a William Gibson character, Will Smith? It was Will Smith. It was Will Smith. <laughs> well done. <laughs> she grabbed my foot at the pool. <laughs> I didn't know who it was, but my wife did. You didn't know who Courtney Love was? No, I was accidentally much less rude to Courtney Love than I would have been if I had known that it was her. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I know, I know. How dare you? You should ask me if I know who Courtney Love is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, first of all, Camille, you also have to get right up on that microphone because you're super quiet, okay. and I need you to be super loud. Okay. And Camille, we'll get to her in a second, <laughs> but she doesn't know any of our references post, like, 1998. 94. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, Christian, do you know who Courtney Love is? Yes. Okay, one, okay. One of the Kardashians. Yes. Next oh, question. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, Will, when you're not interacting with big celebrities like Courtney Love, what are you doing with yourself? Uh, I make cartoons with virtual reality, and I co-host a podcast with Adam Savage and Norman Chan of Tested called, still untitled, The Adam Savage Project. I've heard uh, it. Yeah. I've been on it. You have been on it. People yeah. loved you. It was really, it was one of my favorite episodes. And it, YouTube, I don't know. Those guys are. YouTube does yeah. not love they me. Don't, they don't like anyone. <laughs> no, but they especially no. don't like me. I'm a middle-aged white guy and they don't like me. So, you know, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But, yeah. Anyway. That's and, pretty much it. Uh, how's the VR world going? So we make, um, we make cartoons with virtual reality. We I have a company called Foo, and we make uh, a virtual studio that's kind of like this one, except for it's only in VR, and we can let actors live puppet avatars. They walk around the stage, and then we can make cartoon, live cartoons with that. So one day, if you want to make Quizzatron as a live cartoon, all we need is like five VR headsets and you know, $50,000 or $100,000, and we can make it happen 
just Any, like that. Anyone? anyone? Yeah, yeah, can we get a show of hands? We'll, we'll pass <laughs> a hat. The tickets will be a little bit more than they are, I think, <laughs> right now. Well, thank you so much for being here, Will. Will Smith, everyone. <laughs> Question number two. Which contestant was once arrested for resisting arrest? Christian. That would be Keith Lowe Jensen. Absolutely correct. Well done, Christian. Getting I'm supposed to be able to get my question. Oh, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Not my problem. No. Nope. You're too <laughs> slow. And, and Keith, you have done this show more often than anyone. And in fact, you are to be my regular co-host here and yet, you are not good on the buzzer. No, not that's why enough. you like me here. Someone for you to abuse. You like to abuse white men. YouTube is right about you. You know, <laughs> if I could just build a white man pinata, I wouldn't actually. You need probably you could here. actually. It's probably In pretty virtual easy, actually, reality. Yeah. You know, we can just go to the, get some paper mache and we'll be done well, like forty five minutes. I thought you or were just the virtual reality bat. guy. No, well, look, you use a nail for a hammer, not a virtual reality nail for. a... I don't even know where I'm going with that one. <laughs> Keith, how does a person get arrested for resisting arrest? What were you, like, don't you have to do something to get arrested? <laughs> really? Before That's a real question. Arrest? Just having a big mouth. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was doing something. I was riding my bike across the pedestrian mall <laughs> where you're not supposed to ride your bike. You're supposed to walk it, um, which would have just been a ticket, but I have a big mouth. And I took a picture of the cops. And they said, why are you taking our picture? And I said, in case you're bad. <laughs> and they didn't like that. And they took my phone and I mouthed off to them. So they arrested me. And it wasn't, I didn't see the charge until I got to the public defender's office a month later. I'd spent the night in jail. Whoa. And uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so glad we have a fan Big of that. A public defender fan or the jail part? <laughs> are you a public defender? And all seriousness, oh, nice. a big hand for her. I love yeah. public defenders. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Okay, so you'll appreciate this. The public defender uh, is talking to me, and I, I keep asking her a question that she doesn't quite understand what I'm asking her. And finally, I go, look, I don't know what I was arrested for. What did they finally actually charge me with? And she said, oh, resisting arrest. And I said, no, that's the part I'm confused about. Resisting arrest for what? And she said, no, just resisting arrest. <laughs> that's the charge. And I said, so I resisted being arrested for resisting being arrested? And she said, yeah. And I said, is that the Mobius strip of arrests? <laughs> and she says, do you want me to ask the judge that? And I said, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she thought so, too. <laughs> so she asked the judge specifically that, and it was all dropped, and they let me go. <laughs> so. Well done. Keep on judging. Plug your book real quick. You've got a book coming out. Yes, I do. It's called Punching Nazis and Other Good Ideas. <laughs> I can't wait for you to be arrested for that. <laughs> We've yeah. got someone here today who will probably be seeing you soon. <laughs> Yay! Will you take good care of me, public defender? <laughs> Thank you so much, Keith. All right, question number three. Which contestant created a robotic hand, possibly to crush their enemies? Camille Eddy. Camille Eddy. Absolutely correct. Aww. Well done, <laughs> Way to get the question about you right. Oh, maybe my only one. <laughs> oh, well, it, you know, people have won with plus 100 points before. I think you, you won the last time you were on, did you not? Yes, I did. Wow. I don't remember by how much. Well, and that reminds me, I forgot to mention that the ah. winner of tonight does get to don the Quizzitron belt. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 
thank you for reacting appropriately so the audience at home knows exactly how amazing this belt is. It's ooh amazing. So, so Camille, shiny. tell me about your deadly robotic hand. Mm. So it was actually made for a much more mundane task, printer testing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All uh, HP is really into robots, and so I made a robot for them. Normally, like I just print out, you know, a picture of my dog or something. No, we we wanted we wanted to do more, you know, okay. just go over and beyond. Yeah. In our so aspirations, three D printed an entire robotic hand. I pre well, no, it's important. I designed and then three D printed. It's not that simple. So. Oh, yeah. put some respect. Sorry, respect. <laughs> I'm, I am so sorry. Okay, okay, okay. You know, mechanical engineers, we just be getting all a lot of slack for nothing. I can't regular print anything to my regular printer, so I'm very impressed. You yeah. need an HP engineer. I guess so. Okay, yeah, I have an HP printer. It's been just there's a light blinking on it. I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> I can fix that for you. I okay, that for you. that's your next thing after okay. the show. Come okay. on home with me. Sounds so good. the audience knows, we're not trying to get an HP sponsorship. Oh. That isn't what this oh, is no, about. Oh, no, we are. Or are we? Speaking for yourself. I love yeah. my HP printer. It's my favorite printer. <laughs> Camille, what do you do in these days? So these days I switched over to autonomous cars. So now it's just different robots of a different name. And we found out uh, in the green room earlier that you've never seen the Stephen King movie where a car murders people. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh-uh. uh, are you at all concerned about your cars murdering people? No, we are very methodical and we take a very nice, precise What does approach. that mean? You screen out the bad ones? <laughs> <laughs> Such a good, I don't evil. Know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll switch on yeah, the there's a switch on the truck. Like, Can you do a background check on a Chevy Tahoe? <laughs> Boards are looking pretty suspect. And just no PT cruisers. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sorry, but you're out. Wait, wait, what's wrong with the PT cruiser? It's <laughs> like a station wagon, you but also a car. Do you drive a PT cruiser? No. It's a station wagon that molests people. We can't be oh. having this on the street. It is the pedophile of cars. <laughs> it is. Not that the people who drive them are bad. It's just the car itself has done some unspeakable things. Yeah. Okay, fair. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's like wearing a Hitler mustache or something. Mm-hmm. It's just... You can buy it from the factory with flames on it. That's, that's a mistake. That's true. And wow. That, that alone should tell you that it's not a good car. It means car. it's really cool. It's on <laughs> fire. Okay. I didn't yeah. want to sit next to him. So anyway, like PT Cruisers, if you want to sponsor the show, just get in touch. <laughs> we love your pedophile cars. <laughs> Question number four. Oh, I'm sorry. Camille Eddy, everyone. Um. <laughs> Question number four. Which contestant believes that they may have once died in the icy waters of the North Atlantic? I, it wasn't ready. You can buzz it. <laughs> Keith L. Jensen. Christian Amaral. Yes, Absolutely correct. <laughs> you, you got that one on a technicality, I think, because I screwed up. But I thought it would be fair. Well I didn't even done. try. Uh, so, Christian, this is a very science-oriented show, a very skeptical show. Perfect. I'm here to bring some science to the table. Yeah, and you think you're the reincarnated... Uh, 100%. ...from a Titanic. <laughs> yeah, not death. the boat. I'm not, I wasn't the boat in the past life. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think I, I was having a conversation with a friend who was very into the idea of past lives. And uh, as a child, I was 
unreasonably obsessed with the Titanic. Like as at like five or six years old, I knew the names of a lot of the passengers. I knew like the exact dates that things would happen. This is proof enough for me. Yeah, My was, skepticism has been arrested. Yeah, I mean you Perfect. can't just read something like that. Also, Jesus Christ is the one true Messiah. So uh, what I'm trying to say, no, uh, no yeah. So it, and it was weird, and it like kind of like weirded my parents out. But they just they would buy me just books about the Titanic and I wasn't allowed to watch the movie till I was older but uh, yeah that I don't know so that's I'm, I'm convinced after talking to my friend I'm like I think I was uh, I was on the boat okay. probably third class that's really it that's the evidence that is the evidence the evidence, what other evidence that you were super you want? I was oh here's a picture of I mean me I was super into too. I was super into My Little Pony when I was five but I don't <laughs> think I'm the reincarnation of like Princess Twilight <laughs> well maybe you should talk to my friend I think you might learn some things fair Okay, yeah. fair. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for being here. Round of applause, please. You're welcome. All right, so that was round one. We all know each other now. It's time to move on to round two. If the, the reincarnation guy wins the science quiz, I'm leaving. For no, the, the entire venture will be shut down. <laughs> yeah. Round two, the topic is science. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Heard of it. Thank you. Yeah, that's what we're here for, you guys. Question number one in round two. Much like all humans are hypothesized to have originated out of Africa, all yeast has been found to have originated where? Christian. Your mom's vagina, I guess, would be the answer. Wow. I I know if we don't have... Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Not only is that wrong, but the audience was not into it. (laughs) Super not into that one. I'm so glad I didn't buzz in and say Courtney Love. Like, I was going to... Dodged a bullet. Courtney Love would have got you points, even though I like her. Keith. Courtney Love. Uh, No, but I'm going to give it to you. We're going to give you some points. Uh, anyone else? Where did all yeast originate from? Any guesses? Will? Uh, Rebecca, is it Martian meteorites that came in, you know, from outer space? They landed in Antarctica, and then the yeast spread around the world on upper air currents, uh, and then rained down into our beers and wines. <laughs> no. No, I'm so like sorry. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I thought Courtney Love was You told me funnier. this was going to be serious this I know, time. No, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It's not so correct. Sad. The correct answer was China. It was just China. Uh, yeah, there is some recent research that tracked it down in literally every kind of yeast, including the yeast in your mom's vagina. Uh, all of it appears to have originated in China. They tracked it down based on the complexity of each yeast strain. strain and found that the more complex versions were in China in the similar way that they figure out where all humans come from. So, yeah, everything, beer, wine. Communist propaganda. Fingernails. Thanks, China. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Here we go, question number two. A surgeon in Florida claims to have successfully performed operations on three different women to restore the function of what controversial organ? What controversial organ did a Florida surgeon, Keith? The clitoris? <laughs> uh, that is not controversial. You are close, though. But it is in Florida it's controversial. The 
The clitoris is in Florida? No. This is the problem with straight men. They, All right. <laughs> we don't know where it you is. You just don't know where it is. So you're like, I don't know, Florida? <laughs> to, to suggest that it exists is controversial in Florida. Oh, I see. I see. No. Camille. Um, I don't know if this is a organ. Is it the uterus? Uh, incorrect. The, the uterus is an organ. The thing that I'm looking for might Wait, not be an organ. The though. uterus is in Oregon? <laughs> And the clitoris is in Florida? <laughs> this explains a lot. But now I get spring break. Oh my it's, down. It's, a, it's a part of the female body that some people think might not exist, Will. Is it the G-spot? It is, in fact, the G-spot. Well done, Will Smith. In process of elimination. Yes, uh, the surgeon claims to be able to remove skin around the supposed area of the G-spot and then tighten it up, stitch it up, and he says that the women can then, once again, orgasm from uh, insertion alone, which they were able to do before childbirth, but not after childbirth. And considering that most women can't orgasm from penis alone, my initial response to this was like, so what? <laughs> like, yeah. Don't get surgery. Just use a vibrator like the rest of us. <laughs> but he says that it works. Uh, there's not a ton of evidence to support his claims yet, but it'll be interesting to see. Did if vibrator stocks go up or down? <laughs> In Florida, yeah. They're In Florida. way down. <laughs> like one ally for us all. It's Alabama. They're not legal. Okay. That's right. They were illegal in Alabama for a while, right? They might still be. Thank God. <laughs> Finally, someone solved the problem. Right. The problem of too many orgasms. Too many orgasms. <laughs> per capita. Mm-hmm. Is Tickle Me Elmo legal in Alabama? <laughs> Frowned upon, but legal. Is the spin cycle on your washer legal in Alabama? How do they enforce this? It's so weird. You know, I was... It's a massager! It's a massager! <laughs> I was driving the other day and I drove over, you know, those speed bumps that are like, just oh, yeah, those are super strips. hot. Yeah. Like, there's like, it's like 10 <laughs> little, like, tiny strips in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Road gas. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing further home every there. Day now. I, I just had some thoughts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that episode of Bang Bus. <laughs> <laughs> just driving back and forth. Back no one can figure out why this one street has so much traffic. <laughs> just around. Bunch of minivans. Right, just after soccer practice that day. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Question number three. A British geologist has discovered evidence of ancient humans hunting what animal in what is now known as New Mexico? What animal was recently discovered? Keith. Giant sloth. Absolutely correct. Well done, Keith. Wow. Would now be a good time to tell audience members not to try to whisper the answer to each other? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I totally heard, I know this one. It's giant sloth. <laughs> I was like, well, now I do too. <laughs> okay, we're just going to uh, take away those no! things. <laughs> I figured out a way to do it without making you buzz in. <laughs> uh, so that's a point to the audience. Well done, audience. Who was it who whispered? Who was it? Who was it? It was, it was this couple right here, right? Well done. Would you like a prize? You look like you're over 21. Would you like a, um, a shot of whiskey? Okay. Come on. All right. It's Red Bush. <laughs> it's, 
It is Red Bush. I got it because it made me giggle. (laughs) Well done, audience. Yes, it was, in fact, a giant sloth, which uh, doesn't sound terrifying, but apparently was. Uh, It had big, nasty claws. And the researchers found that they found these footprints, and they found human footprints inside the sloth footprints. Uh, which is hard because the sloth footprints are there's they're very there's a long distance between them. So a human was kind of like jumping to get into the footprints, and they're not really sure why they were doing that. Maybe they were just being playful. Uh, Will uh, was it to hide their numbers from the sloths? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give that one to you because I I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> But so, Camille, there was this movie called Star Wars. I, I've seen that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> the one with the Vulcan, oh, right? <laughs> Once. I like to help the millennials. Where oh, I thank can. you. I think you're the Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next question. Question uh, number four. Humans would have to give birth to 30-pound babies in order to understand what it's like to deliver offspring as what animal? Camille. An elephant? Incorrect. I'm so sorry. Any other guesses? So 30 pounds? 30 pound infant. And actually, I did the math after I read this headline. It would be more like 40 pounds, honestly. Uh, Christian. Your mom? Oh. <laughs> the audience is pretty split on it. We're along for the ride. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. The, the boos were louder than the cheers, so. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you're sticking with your guns on that, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no going back. Yeah. It's because they know she weighs more than 40 pounds. I on get the, it. On the third go-round, it's going to be funny. Perfect. So That's the way comedy works. That's the rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, does anybody in the audience know, since you guys got the sloth answer, what animal am I talking about here? It's the kiwi. The, the humble kiwi. The little fruit uh, thing with the Yeah, pearls? I thought that was a fruit. That's a kiwi fruit. <laughs> And if you've ever been to New Zealand, they'd punch you in the face for calling that a kiwi. What do they call it? Uh, they call it a kiwi fruit. And they call the kiwi a kiwi bird or just a kiwi. And they call each other kiwis. And they call each other kiwis. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah. so confused. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a bird about this big, maybe. And uh, when it, it gets an egg inside of it, it, the egg completely fills up its body cavity to the point where it has to uh, starve itself for the last few days of pregnancy because there's just no room in its stomach for food. Like, wow. yeah, it's serious business. <laughs> it would suck to be a kiwi. So, so you see, ladies, it's not so bad <laughs> here in the U.S. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number five. Astronomers recently confirmed that what planet is surrounded by a cloud of farts? Christian. You got this, Christian. I can feel it. (laughs) This is right up your alley, so to speak. Your mom! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Camille. Uranus. Absolutely correct, it's Uranus. Well done, Camille. (laughs) It It was the best day for headline writers. Ever. Oh. You yeah. went to Google News and hit science. They wrote it six different ways. It's true. Right. <laughs> I just realized this is like the Staples button, and that was easy. <laughs> yeah, Camille, don't give away my secrets, okay? Oh. <laughs> Look, the Quizotron is a complex 
Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I loved watching the conflict in Christian where he knew the right answer. Oh, but he really I knew was no one was going to gonna enjoy it, but yeah. I, I, I have a duty. I have a civic duty. <laughs> he said you duty. duty. He said duty. <laughs> oh. This is my role. This is highbrow learning. Rebecca's never going to ask me back. Question number six. What suspect was recently caught using DNA his cousin uploaded to a commercial ancestry service, Will? The California Strangler Man. So sorry. That's incorrect. Camille. The Golden State Killer? Absolutely correct. Well done. Oh, if only they had thought to name him California Strangler Man. <laughs> Despite the fact there was the no top. strangling in any of his victims. Uh, yeah, the Golden State Killer, uh, a.k.a. Uh, the East Area Rapist, and uh, a.k.a. allegedly Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. Uh, the site was called GED Match, and it's one of those free services where you can take your DNA that companies like 23andMe and others will give you for, you know, 100 bucks, and you upload it, load it to these sites, and they'll tell you other things about your ancestry and stuff. And in this case... The cops found uh, the cousin uh, matching the DNA, and then that narrowed it down to one family, and then they found the Ooh. killer amongst that family. Data it's, privacy. Data yeah. privacy. Yeah. It's both awesome and terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Privacy policies really do matter, though, right? Read them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, change your Twitter passwords, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Right oh, now. Today, yes. Right yeah. Yeah, it's a problem. Some of you are looking confused. This is real. The comedy set aside. When you go home or now, pull out your phone, change your Twitter password. It was a thing today. And continue not using Twitter. (laughs) And also that. Or that. (laughs) Oh, but then where will you get all your Donald Trump news? (laughs) So true. (laughs) All right, question number seven. I recently saw the movie Coco. Hence this question. (laughs) Researchers recently used functional MRI scans uh, to prove the scientific integrity of what central plot point in Coco? Camille. Seeing the dead. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Camille, but science has not yet figured out how to see the dead. They should work on that. It was a good guess, though. It was a good guess. Any other guesses? Can you repeat the question? I will. Uh, researchers recently used functional MRI to uh, prove the scientific integrity of what central plot point in the movie Coco. Will? Uh, stealing a dead man's guitar will net you a trip to the afterlife. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You're not even close. I'll give you a hint. It's literally in the title of the movie. Coco. I thought Coco was the little kid until I saw the movie the other day. It's not. It's not the little kid. Uh, does anybody know? Oh, Keith. Yeah. Is it to is do it. with singing to revive memory? Yes. That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> I like that expected. I'm going to give it to you. Well done, Keith. <laughs> Yeah, so this is really cool. Researchers uh, took a bunch of Alzheimer's patients and they had them pick a favorite sentimental song and then they uh, had their caregivers play the song for them repeatedly over several weeks. Then they took the patients and put them in fMRI machines and played the songs and they saw how their brains lit up and they tended to light up in all of these cool networked pathways that 
prior had been thought lost to Alzheimer's. So, yeah, music is a good way to reach Alzheimer's patients. And in this case, it helped them feel less stressed, less anxious, and less depressed. We, so, yeah. we, we actually, uh, Skinner conditioned my daughter when she was really, really little to always go to sleep to the same album. And it still works. You put it in the car, she goes, boom, boom, out like a light when you play the album. When you word it that way, it sounds so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a, we Skinner conditioned my daughter. It definitely sounds. We tried it with a pigeon started. first. If you can't experiment on your children, who can you really experiment Good point. on? Good point. You know, I've never actually wanted to have children until this moment. <laughs> <laughs> You know me, child, as Sue Child. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right, here we go. Question number eight. In a stunning no-shit study, researchers have discovered that people are more likely to be financially successful in life if their parents do what? Christian. Uh, oh, it's like give them money early on. Absolutely correct. <laughs> well done. Christian got one front. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. Did you know people will be more successful financially if their parents give them loads and loads of money? <laughs> no shit. No. Yeah. My parents tried it. It didn't work. Didn't work for you. No. You became a stand-up comedian. But they're scientists, so right. they have to try. Oh, they were just experimenting on just you. Just experimenting. Failed experiment. Mm-hmm. You know? Wait, 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 That's wait, what wait, they wait, call wait. me. Yeah. Your your parents are scientists? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They dropped out of college. Oh, good. <laughs> just the whole boat thing. I'm just picturing this like crushing disappointment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope, I'm right up there in the middle of their expectations. It's perfect. Oh, okay, good, good, yeah. good. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, yeah. The only uh, interesting thing about this study, I think, is that they, they also looked at children who had passive help from their parents uh, financially, which means they, they lived at home during their college years, which helps you save money, and they didn't experience the same kind of financial success as kids who just got a shit ton of money. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, there you have it. All right, last question in this round. Question number nine. Let me raise that up. The world's oldest what recently died at the age of 43? Christian. Uh, 43 caught me off guard. Uh, (laughs) The world's oldest, oh my God. Uh, It's not turtle. It's a fucking... uh, (laughs) I'm waiting waiting for you to tell me my mom died at the age of 43. The audience is already against me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bring it around with this one. Oh my God, it's frog. Frog is a frog. It's not frog. Okay, well then never mind. But I did like the panicked way you screamed frog. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually my very specific kink. Uh, (laughs) You told me that before the show. Any other guesses? (laughs) It's a spider. It is a spider. Well done. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the the buzzer go. Well done, Will. Do you you know about this news story? His name was Steve. He lived in a zoo for 43 years, and he liked to eat an insect of of small uh, bugs and other things. And he got killed by a wasp. You were basically wrong about every single thing (laughs) you just said. Spider. (laughs) That was impressive, and I'm I'm actually going to take off points for that. (laughs) But but did you believe me when I was saying he was killed by a wasp? Right? He was killed by a wasp. All right, I'm going to give you points. Oh, thank you. Well done. Even though you missed gendered that spider. Oh. Oh, right. oh. Male spiders only live a short period of time. That's right. 
she was a she, and she her name was unfortunately just number sixteen. <laughs> Excuse me, did you ask her her pronouns, or you just assumed? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Okay, okay. Thank you. She, Thank she actually you. Uh, made them into her web. Uh, I the, read her Tumblr. All right. <laughs> Uh, yes, she was a trapdoor spider living in Australia, and she lived in the wild. She didn't live in a zoo, but she was uh, studied over several decades by the same researchers who eventually went to check on her and found that a parasitic wasp had bashed in her front door. Oh. One of the reasons they think she lived so long was because she never left home, which is... It explains the study done about black women about how they live so long. And it's like, I never left home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's how I plan to live forever, too. Mm. Yeah, just don't leave home. Uh, but eventually a parasitic wasp will break your door down mm, and then impregnate you with wasp eggs, which will allegory. eventually hatch and then eat you from the inside out over several weeks. It's a horrible way to die. Mm-hmm. Rip. Wasps. Wasps are dicks. <laughs> so sorry, number 16. Okay, so oh wait, that's the end of round one. Let's uh, let's check out our scores. Oh dear! <laughs> wow, impressive. Well, this is quite in your the, face. This is quite the shock. This feels slightly more rigged. Than it looks like we've got Keith Paul Jensen in first place with a hundred points. Well Woo. done, Keith. Nice job, Keith. And uh, everyone this has else is never tied. happened before. Yeah. Tied for second. Yeah, and don't get used to it. Probably. Remember I'm we the had first second. Meeting? I'm the first second. <laughs> Remember That's we had true. that meeting, and I was like, "Less scientists, please." Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah, you yeah. understand no. now? No. Uh, yeah, and everyone else is tied at zero. So well done. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it'll it'll get better. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's go on to round two. Uh, the theme of round two is drugs. Ooh. Ooh. Drugs. Maybe you guys will do better with drugs. Question number one. Uh, what condition have researchers recently discovered can be treated with the party drug ecstasy? Keith. Boredom. <laughs> That's wrong, but I'm going to give it to you because <laughs> you made the audience laugh. Uh, what condition can be cured Wait with your turn, audience. ecstasy? <laughs> uh, Christian. Hydration. That's, that's the opposite, actually. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That would be the... Yeah, you, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> sorry. I the negatives. I... Yeah, sorry. Dehydration? Yeah, it's... No. 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 Any other guesses? Post-traumatic Absolutely wow. correct to the audience. Well done, audience. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Would you like a shot? Would you like a shot? You should get a shot. <laughs> oh. uh, hang on after the show, maybe. In the green room, I'm sure we can find some. <laughs> Lick the walls long enough. No, we're not getting kicked out of here on our first recording. Uh, yes, a large dose of MDMA, also known as ecstasy, uh, combined with psychotherapy can help people uh, overcome PTSD. It was a small trial uh, with a bunch of firefighters and ex-military, and they found that uh, the MDMA helped them sort of emotionally open up to the talk therapy. Was the study done at Coachella? <laughs> <laughs> That would have made it better, but also terrifying for them. So (laughs) it might have actually made it worse. They'll sound like the worst people to do ecstasy with. (laughs) You want to go to a Molly party? Who's going to be there? Bunch of cops and military dudes? No! (laughs) 
<laughs> I will stay home. Yeah, this is definitely like I think a one-on-one situation uh, yeah, with the for therapist sure. and the person having the issue. But yeah, it, it worked. Uh, in fact, it worked so well that after two sessions, a large percentage of the people had zero PTSD symptoms afterwards. Wow. Did they just kick him out at the end of the hour? Like, okay, your time's up. Uh, go take <laughs> yeah. the bus home. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Here's a fuzzy blanket for you to <laughs> rub against. Iron fuzzy blanket. Have your ride home. Right. <laughs> Don't hug the guy outside. <laughs> now your dad's going to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Scientists at Washington State University just found that what substance causes people to feel less depressed in the short term but more depressed in the long term? Will. Alcohol. Incorrect. So sorry, Keith. Marijuana. Absolutely correct. Well done, Keith. Ah. Keith, has that that been your experience with uh, the devil's weed? It just gives me anxiety. (laughs) I can see that. I haven't tried it since it became legal, though. Maybe that symptom's gone now. (laughs) Again, let's check in after the show. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is a cool study. There's apparently there's this app called Strain Print uh, where. You can go on... I like that you pretended to not know. That was cool. Yeah, this app I've Mm. never heard of about weed. No, uh, (laughs) it's cool. You can go on and you you report your your symptoms, how you're feeling, and then you tell them what strain of weed you're about to smoke and then how many puffs you take. And then 20 (laughs) minutes later, you tell them how you feel. And what they found was that weed was really, really good at reducing stress and anxiety and depression, slightly less than the other two, but still like a huge number of people reported less depression. But over time, those people reported more and more depressive symptoms. Uh, the problem with the study is that there's no control group. So as a friend of mine pointed out, like getting less depressed after weed, but getting more depressed over time, that's just life. Right, life's <laughs> depressing, yeah. <laughs> I also got more depressed over time. I'm the control group. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You haven't touched it in years. So, right. Decades. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a wreck. <laughs> we know, Keith. We know. <laughs> but I like to talk about it. Sobriety is a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> Some say it's a stepping stone. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, by the way, but here's a hot tip for you because they, because of the different strains, they could see, you know, what more CBD versus more THC can ah. do. So, uh, what they found was that depressive symptoms were best taken care of with high CBD and low THC. Anxiety and stress, it didn't really matter. Take all the THC you want. Makes <laughs> so, sense. Yeah. Okay. Question number three. Uh, scientists at UC Davis found that what substance causes people to get along better with their coworkers? What substance causes you to get along better with your coworkers, Will? Is it ecstasy? <laughs> no, but I'm going to give it to you. Give you some points. Uh, Christian. Is it psilocybin or mushrooms? Oh, no, but oh, okay. you, you said it with such confidence that I wonder yeah. <laughs> what you've been doing yeah, at work. I did, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, obviously, it's shrooms. Like, you do some shrooms it in the bathroom, and then everything's fine. Yeah, I got to imagine, like, two hours into work when you start projectile vomiting all over the place. Oh, that's <laughs> coworkers going to be kind of down on you. Keith. I'm going to go counterintuitive and say, was it alcohol? I'm so sorry. That's ah, incorrect. Gotcha. 
Uh, Camille, do you want to take a shot? What what drug What's makes left? you more likely to get along with your coworkers? Oh wait, I know it now. Maybe <laughs> uh. whisper it to Camille. Do you want to tell Camille? Caffeine. Absolutely correct. Well done, Camille. Oh, thank you. Teamwork. You're living up to your expectations. Thank you so yeah. much. You all forgot that caffeine is a drug. <laughs> Literally the only reason I started drinking coffee because I started working in an office for the first time and I got angry that everybody else got a free drug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I get that too, damn it. I'm going to make myself like this coffee. But yeah, uh, they so researchers had a bunch of people work together in groups on a project and they found that giving them coffee beforehand made people more alert and made them engage more with what was actually happening happening did they, they check if those people were already addicted to coffee because that's part of the they equation. did and <laughs> they uh they made sure that the people did not drink coffee for 48 hours before the study i believe Jesus. i wouldn't sign I up think. for that study and to make matters worse the control group didn't just get nothing they got decaf <laughs> oh which this is, is a bullshit study. The meanest really thing you could do. For the last two days, I don't have any idea why. Hey. Let's do some really complex problem solving with a group of strangers. <laughs> Great study, guys. Did you know that denying people the drug that they're addicted to for 48 hours and then giving it to them makes them get along with strangers? <laughs> that might have something to do with it, yeah. yeah. Come to think of it. Question number uh, four. Our friends over at UC San Francisco just revealed that industry lobbyists successfully stopped UNICEF from focusing on children's right to what? Children's right to what, Camille? Abortion. (laughs) Children's right. A, if you're 16. I mean, good guess, but no. I'm so sorry. Can you repeat it one more time? Uh, Sure. Uh, Researchers at UC San Francisco just revealed that industry lobbyists successfully stopped UNICEF from focusing on children's right to what? Keith. Privacy. Incorrect. You might want to remember the topic of the round, which is drugs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you might want to think about who has a good industry lobbyist cabal. Disney. Give you that one, even though it's wrong. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, does the audience know? Christian, beep in and say drugs. <laughs> it's not just drugs. <laughs> I need you to be more specific about which drug. Unicef. Audience? Nope. Cigarettes, absolutely correct. Well done, audience. Give yourselves a round of applause. I was. Sir, would you care for a shot? <laughs> so, so UNICEF wanted the kids to have cigarettes? UNICEF wanted kids to live a smoke-free life, oh, okay. a right to a smoke-free life. Oh. And so the tobacco industry infiltrated UNICEF oh. and started working with them on topics like stopping child labor so that they could influence them to uh, shut up they for can't. like over a decade about children's rights to smoke-free homes. I feel like kids that are working... Deserve a cigarette break. <laughs> that, there's what a correlation there. What about a Kit Kat there. break? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've not. never smoked Kit Kat. Is that something I should... <laughs> it's on a very small list of things I haven't tried. <laughs> you know, I recently listened to the audiobook of uh, Slouching Towards Bethlehem, and it's all about San Francisco in the 60s, and she talks about... Uh, 
these kids who are smoking bananas. One's like, you got any bananas? No, I don't got any bananas. And then they went off to smoke some bananas. And I was like, weird that like there's some drug in the 60s called bananas. So I Googled it later. It was bananas. They thought that you could like smoke bananas. How much banana you got to smoke? Like none. It doesn't work. It was a hoax (laughs) that a bunch of idiots. You young people know this is a dead milkman song, right? It is. It is. Yes, I figured that they out later. Us young people know nothing. <laughs> but I was going to say, have you seen Sabrina? The Teenage with Audrey Witch? Hepburn? Oh. No. We have no bananas today. No. Oh, All was right. that what she was singing about? Was smoking she bananas? To get <gasps> up on bananas? <laughs> Maybe. Whatever. I have no idea. That Chiquita lady I makes more sense 60s now. I was in the 60s or the 70s. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, judging. I wasn't alive in the 60s. Oh. <laughs> it was a good guess. <laughs> Question number five. Heavy pot users can experience severe abdominable... Abdominable? Uh, Abdominal snowmen. (laughs) Abdominal pain, um, nausea, and vomiting. And bizarrely, the majority of the people who experience this find the same weird solution to their problem. What is it? Edibles? It is not edibles. (laughs) I'm sorry. No. Wait, what was the question? Again? So basically, heavy pot users, some of them, end up with severe nausea and uh, a lot of abdominal pain. I said it again. <laughs> abdominal pain. Uh, and then in order to fix it, they, they land on one particular solution. What is it? They smoke less pot. Unfortunately, of course not. no. <laughs> that is not the correct answer. Keith? I'm just remembering orange juice being a thing. You just remembered that orange juice was a thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right that it, been it, around it for a is while. a thing. No, no, but that was like when in my pot smoking <laughs> days, people were always like, oh, I have some orange juice. Like, it'll fix everything. Not in this case. No, all right. No. This is pretty obscure, but I thought it was cool. Does anybody in the audience happen to know? It's very obscure. Uh, hot showers. So... These uh, hospitals were seeing, and doctors were seeing more and more people who are heavy pot users come in and say, like, the only thing that can fix this is taking a hot shower. And it would freak them out because, like, all these disparate people who are all taking hot showers, like, to weird degrees, like, as long as they can. 100 degrees? Like, yes. A hundred would be a weird de- number of degrees to take a hot shower. But they were. They were burning their skin and, like, staying in hot showers until the hot water ran out. And uh, it turns out it's, this is a real thing that can happen if you smoke too much weed. Uh, it's called CHS, uh, cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. <laughs> and uh, they, scientists think that it happens because... Uh, there's a particular uh, neurotransmitter in your gut, and its job is to take care of cannabis when you take in cannabis. But taking in too much overwhelms it, and part of its job is to regulate pain. And so it flips out, and they don't know why, but hot showers do help. But they only help for a very short amount of time. Could they maybe help by giving it something to do? It's like, oh, pain everywhere! <laughs> right. It's like when you're a kid, and your dad's like, I'll give you something to cry about, because that'll help, whatever. <laughs> But so clearly the solution is more pot. <laughs> How much is too much, Rebecca? I'm asking for a friend. What? How much of the oh, how much is, is too, too much? much? It depends on the person. I'm oh. sorry. You'll know it when you Good get really horrific stomach pains. <laughs> but you know, we put hot towels on our stomach when we have periods. For so cramps. they just, you know, made friends with more women. 
I feel like the answer could just be make friends with more women and they would tell you the solution. That is the answer to most things. So, and I, I, <laughs> make friends with more women. Right. Correct. Camille. Thank you. Correct. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Question number six. Researchers in Brazil have found that crack cocaine... Wow, I can't talk anymore. Crack, crack cocaine. Crack poutine. Um, <laughs> crack cocaine addiction can be cured with the religious consumption of what traditional medicine? Christian. Ayahuasca? Absolutely correct. Well done. Ayahuasca. Are you familiar also with Also your mom. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? Uh, I vaguely... I, Mildly familiar with ayahuasca, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't asking. Oh, I'm not asking you to narc on yourself. Okay, wait. Are my parents going to hear this? <laughs> is this on iTunes? Um, yeah. It will be, yes. oh, Only from being uh, a big fan of Shane Moss. That's all, that's all the ayahuasca knowledge I have. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, apparently, this is true of a lot of different substances that can cause psychedelic hallucinations. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a way of getting uh, particularly poorer people in Brazil to uh, get off of crack cocaine is to have this religious ritual around ayahuasca, and it gives them an outlet to kind of learn new ways to deal with old problems that might be causing them to go for the crack. Uh, so it seems to be working. This was a small study, but it does jibe with other things that show that mushrooms and LSD can also have similar results. Isn't ayahuasca the one that's supposed to be, like, downright traumatic? It's really tough, apparently, Yeah, <laughs> from what I've heard. What? Christian? Oh, no, I was going to say, what's the, what's the other, the drug where you go to a different world and you see other people? Salvia? Not salvia. No. It's, it's letters. Any, any druggies out there? <laughs> it's that. Wrong PCP, LSD. No. DMT, DMT, yeah. So it's, oh, it's, a, form, it's a form of DM, DMT. Okay. But it's like a liquid form. That's all I know. Don't ask any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on then. Uh, oh, that's the end of that round. So let's see uh, where our scores are. Oh! Oh, how the tables have turned. Camille Eddy is in the lead with 100 points. So what sad. happened? It's like, like golf, right? Low score wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but uh, Will and Keith are tied for zero, and Christian, you've actually dropped a negative 200. I'm proud of it. Okay, good. <laughs> How many points would he get if he could actually make a your mama joke that they laughed at? 300 more than I have right now. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, round number three. The uh, theme is real life supervillains. Real life supervillains. Here we go. Question number one. The CEO of Ascendance Biomedical, a self-proclaimed biohacker, was recently found dead in a sensory deprivation tank. He previously injected himself with what live on stage? Will. Black Widow Venom. (laughs) Incorrect. Sorry. What did he previously inject himself with live on stage to prove? Wait, what's the title of this? Uh, The title is Real Life Supervillains. Uh, and this is this, a biohacker, a self-described biohacker, the CEO of Ascendance Biomedical. Nobody knows this. Uh, Christian? I'm just going to say poison? <laughs> it's a good guess. I'm sorry, but that's not specific enough. <laughs> I, I read this today. I read this today. All right, let's go to the audience. Wait, I think I... Wait, what was it? That's Absolutely sick. correct. Experimental wow. herpes vaccine. Well, well done, audience. 
Would you like would you a like shot? A, would you like a shot? Oh, man, we've got a bunch of teetotalers. Okay. No one else shot. answer a question unless you want a damn okay, shot. A shot. <laughs> you know, technically, I think that's the third one that the audience has gotten right. Fourth? Yeah. So technically, the audience is in the lead right now. I'm just going to say. Uh, yeah, it was an untested herpes uh, cure, actually, that he thought would, uh, that he would prove was right because he had herpes. And in a it way, it, up, it did cure it. <laughs> he certainly doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Is I just... I just remember seeing the story and being like, well, that makes sense, and I don't care. And I didn't click on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what most of us thought. That's, it's true. That's what I think anytime I see anything on Twitter. That makes sense, and I don't care. Yeah. 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 Okay, question number two. <laughs> what local Silicon Valley billionaire purportedly injects himself with the blood of young people what? in order to stay so virile, huh? Will? Peter Thiel. Absolutely correct. It's Peter Thiel. Well done, Will. Wow. Yes, he said in an interview uh, ages ago that he's interested in parabiosis uh, for reversing aging, which is, in fact, injecting himself with the blood of our youth. Who is Peter Thiel? Oh, oh, boy. All right. I'm so sorry. Right. Oh, you're crap. So I don't know either, but I pretend it. Why Combinator? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you remember Gawker? Yes. Ooh. The reason why Gawker isn't here anymore oh. is because Peter Thiel didn't like it. And, and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> No, Hulk Hogan was just a pawn. That's true. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter Thiel is... Uh, He's a supervillain. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that billionaires, once people get to be billionaires, they're really getting interested in living forever? Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of a, like, really poor people don't want to live forever. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, life when sucks. you're insanely wealthy. Yeah, yeah, when your life is great, you want it to keep going. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, it's consistent. We all want to live until we run out of money. For me, that's next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, all right, question number three. Mark Zuckerberg uh, came under fire a few years ago for experimenting on Facebook users without telling them. What was Facebook doing? Will? It was manipulating their feed to make them feel sad or happy over a 13-week period? Absolutely correct. Well done, Will. Oh, man. Yeah, if you noticed a couple of years ago, your feed might suddenly be filled with new babies. Oh, babies everywhere. Or if you're like me... Dead dogs, <laughs> as far as the eye can see. Uh, and it's true, the purpose of the test was to see if Facebook could manipulate our emotions. And the result was, yes, they can. Because people who were shown more depressing posts from their friends tended to post more depressing things. Zuckerberg needed to do a study to find out he could be a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> he could also make you happy. I guess and that's gets, a surprise. I mean, he already knew he could... Elections. They have all sorts of skills. Uh, he already knew he could be a total horn kill, but he didn't know about, like, just happy versus sad. <laughs> so He made us all miserable. He helped Trump get in. Oh. <laughs> Question number four. Pharma bro, Martin Shkreli, famous for raising the price of an AIDS drug from $1,350 to $750 a, p- a pill, got in a beef with what musicians... <laughs> Keith. Wu-Tang! Absolutely correct. Well done, Keith. Keith, didn't you, did you open for Wu-Tang? Yes! You opened for Wu-Tang? I opened for Wu-Tang. All right, tell us, tell us what happened Yeah, do tell. Well, looking at me, 
You're like, wait, he opened for Wu Tang? <laughs> but I was backstage and the at at an atheist event, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the and the promoter ran backstage and said Wu Tang's late, like in a panic. And I was like, that's what they do. <laughs> like you're surprised. And he's like, can you just go out until they get here? And I was like, it could be hours. And he's like, you have five albums. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I just went on stage and started telling audiences until I heard the announcer go, ladies and gentlemen. And then I got to high five Method Man on my way off stage. I watched the whole show from the side of the stage and I cried. (laughs) It was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had in my life. Nice. Well done, and Yeah, Keith. and so hopefully we get to hear this album, because the whole Screlly thing is that they did this artistic thing of making an album that they would only make one copy of and sell to the highest bidder. And, of course, that son of a bitch bought it. But now it's out of his hands again. The because federal government owns it, though, right? Didn't they seize it? Does the government have it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, he was arrested and is now in prison. And Specifically for the charge of depriving us of Wu-Tang. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, that is illegal. Uh, I think it's securities fraud. Securities fraud. Uh, or, or that. Or that. <laughs> you raise the price of drug on people who can't afford it, you're fine. But if you take money from rich people, uh, That's right. it's going away. Straight to jail. And Jeff Sessions just listened to it on repeat. That was, just, just, that was the most impressive product plug I've ever heard, though. Like, in the middle of the story, just, by the way, there's five albums out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Number six slick. comes out on May 18th. <laughs> very subtle. Good job. <laughs> But yes, uh, he did have to uh, relinquish the album because he had not enough money to pay his bills. So. Oh my God! So now it's, this is it's how back Trump. There. This is how Trump gets reelected. He's gonna like this reelect reelect me, and I'll get, put out the new Wu Tang. <laughs> Don't reelect me; it gets lost. You think Trump has heard of Wu Tang? Oh, he hangs yeah, out with Kanye. Kanye probably told him about Keith, it. Oh, Kanye! Told him. I think it would flip you to his side. I would. I'd vote for him <laughs> to get the new Wu Tang. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait so you don't have to. Okay. No, no, just a, just the beer, just the just the can. I don't need a cup. Los I'm gigantes. Not, so I'm not picky. fancy. I'm not fancy. Did you just pick suggestive names booze this time? We got the 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 Red Bush. We've got Los Gigantes. That's true. And then the Black Box. <laughs> yeah. I like a theme. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for catching it. He gets points. Buzz in. All right. Yeah, buzz in. All right. There you go. Good job. Please, can you do that for me, too? No, nope. sir. <laughs> Question number five. Alex Jones is currently being sued for claiming that what is a giant what? hoax? Will. The Sandy Hook school shooting. Absolutely correct. And I'm so sorry that this is a depressing I don't have subject. A joke. <laughs> There's no jokes for it. But it's kind of funny that he's getting comeuppance. You guys yes. fuck Alex, jo- Alex Jones. Yeah. 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 Round of applause for... Fuck Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, he's finally getting a little comeuppance for saying for many years now that uh, that the Sandy Hook massacre was a setup by the government in order to take our guns away because that worked. <laughs> like, right. Obviously, there's no more guns anymore, and it's because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you see were. him? Did you yeah. see him say now that it wasn't a hoax? Yeah. No, that's he? my favorite part. How quickly he went. Well, no, no, I wasn't a hoax. I didn't say it was that. a bit. This well, is like, you know, we record your show, right? It's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you see him say "fuck Donald Trump." And no, cry? that's a fun yeah. video. Please yeah. don't send me to prison. Fuck Donald Trump. Is that enough? Basically, yeah. <laughs> wow. The alt right is losing its steam. 
Yeah, but they got Kanye. That's true. Like, that's uh, not a fair trade. I'd give up 10 Alex Joneses for Kanye back. Don't mm-hmm. underestimate the power of a black woman. We will pull him back. That's right. We've Thank got Janelle. So. We have Janelle Monet. All right. So. That's true. <laughs> Good. Recently came out. Coming to she... San Francisco June 16th. Buy tickets. I'm probably going to open for None her. None of y'all know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get backstage with Keith. It's <laughs> your time. No, you know. Right. Janelle Monet is late. Is anyone here a stand-up comedian? <laughs> <laughs> Well done. All right. Uh, question number six. Ryan Zinke is the Trump administration's secretary of the interior. What career does he pretend to have in order to make people trust him? Camille. Geology. Absolutely correct. Well done, Camille. Go My, ahead. Do you know about this? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, he's literally said it on TV so many times. And like on camera and it's like so false because he didn't actually do anything with it. He took like geology 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got like a a bachelor of science I think. Mm-hmm. And now he's just trying to make our national monuments smaller. And he's you know like, trust me I'm a geologist. And you know how he got it right? He no. like flicked through the 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 what do you recall it? The catalog bible. Yeah, whatever. The degree Bible. And so it's like, oh, I'm going to pick that one. Rocks for jocks. Yeah. (laughs) That's what he went with. When I went to see my advisor and he was like, you need to declare a major. You're supposed to graduate in three months. He he said, look, you have almost enough credits to get a geology major. Do you want to just take one more class? It's like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) You should have. You could have been secretary of the interior (sighs) if you had that plus like millions of dollars. Wasted my life. And if you hated the environment. (laughs) All right, well done, Camille. Uh, question number seven. What tech billionaire came under fire for forcing employees to pee in bottles instead of Christian? Jeff Bezos. Absolutely correct. Well done. Wow. All right, Christian. I actually didn't get to finish that Instead question. Of so what? I know what you ended up saying is to be emptied, forcing him to pee in I'm Christian. Gonna, it was I'm really gonna, disturbing. Wait, I'm going to give you an opportunity for a bonus point. Bonus point? Yeah. Uh, to answer what's in the rest of that question. Okay. So he did come under fire for forcing employees to pee in a bottle that okay. came out in a, a, a journalist did an undercover sting. Um, how many bathrooms are in his recently renovated mansion? <laughs> oh, this is... If you get it within five, <laughs> I'll give it five. to you. Okay. Uh, he has a lot of money. Just so. count them. Count them all. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say... Oh, that sounds like too many. I'm going to say 24 bathrooms. Hold on. Hold let on. Me, uh, oh, let me just go ahead and buzz in. You're correct. It's 25. Whoa! That yeah. Well done. I'm even gonna give. I'm gonna give you like another set of points too because you were within one half. Twenty-five full bathrooms. I don't know. Actually, my Christian, you can afford to do another your mom joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'll save it. Let's let's not go crazy here. Uh, yeah, he's a disgusting human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but he might be our only uh, billionaire against Trump, so I don't know. I love that reality for. show way that he makes cities compete with each other. It is fun, isn't to try it? To, yeah. yeah. And then the ones that don't get it, he's all, ha ha. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you spent how much? Oh, well. 
I love that that they've paid nothing in taxes, but like last month I was just sweating bullets over whether or not to deduct a sandwich I ate at the airport on the <laughs> way to a conference. Where I'm like, it was technically for work, but I don't know. But they did yeah. recently raise the price of Prime, and I'm sure that that's all going to employee bathrooms. Oh, I absolutely. have no doubt because I believe in the goodness absolutely. of humanity. Yep. 100%. I quit Prime over that. It was, <laughs> Did you? That's $20 I taught. How, how do you get toilet paper now? <laughs> yeah, like how do you I get anything? I steal it from work like an adult. Oh, okay. What do, you, what do you do when you get drunk <laughs> on Prime Day? <laughs> so Amazon, we are looking for, for sponsors if you're listening. Oh, yeah. Hey, Amazon. Uh, we're super into you. Thank you. Okay, last question this round. Uh, question number eight. Last week, Elon Musk tweeted, oh, by the way, I'm building a what? Will. Uh, rocket ship that goes to Mars. <laughs> so sorry. Incorrect. He probably is actually building that, but no. The Tesla that works. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted, oh, by the way, BT dubs, I'm building a what? What is, come on, come on. You guys got to get this. Keith. A robot lady. <laughs> huh? Oh, you're so close. You're close, but what do you got, Christian? Time machine? <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. So sorry, Camille, you got to guess? I'm going to turn it over to the audience in a second. I know they know it. Mm. Please guess. Mm. <laughs> I don't think she's got it. No. Audience? No one knows it. No one cares about Elon Musk. <laughs> He's right, into neurology. Okay, I like that you guys are puzzling it out. <laughs> when in fact the correct answer is Cyborg Dragon. <laughs> yes! Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Elon's going to Burning Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I really like about it is, like, it's not a robot dragon. It's a, it's cyborg, a cyborg dragon, dragon, which implies that there's already a dragon right. <laughs> that just needs a few implants. Well, so well the dragon person... energy. Dragon energy. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say the person who's the lowest stack rank at Tesla gets turned into the cyborg dragon. Oh, mm-hmm. now that would be a... That's a better perk than working at Amazon. Gets you, <laughs> All right, that's the end of that round. Let's see where we are. Ooh, we've got a tie for first place between Camille and Will. 200 points. Keith is in third with zero, and Christian not far behind with negative 100. It's anybody's game as we head into the last round, uh, which is science according to InfoWars. Now, normally, this used to be science according to the Daily Mail, but if you can believe it, Daily Mail's gotten, like, okay with science. Like, I I had to dig through so much stuff to find the aliens. Uh, But (laughs) InfoWars, just a wash in garbage. So, (laughs) here we go. Question number one. According to InfoWars, France has replaced all of its churches with what? Christian. Mosques? Absolutely correct. Well done. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, all of them. They're gone. They're gone. According to question number two, according to InfoWars, what scientific advancement will ultimately lead to the end of sex? Will. Teledildonics. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's incorrect, but that was actually an answer to a science according to the Daily Mail question from several months ago. (laughs) I think at the Sketchfest one. Camille. Robots, because I'm from robots land. I'm so sorry. You're incorrect. Any other guesses? What is going to lead by... And they they say it's by 2058. The year 2058. Reread the question. Uh, According to InfoWars, what scientific advancement will ultimately lead to the end of sex by 2058? Do we have a guess from the audience? 
Oh, I heard in vitro. But that's already. Uh, I'm going to give it to you because the correct answer is lab grown babies. Well done, audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why would anyone because have sex if you once, can't get kids right. from it? Once we can grow a baby in a petri <laughs> dish, why would you have sex? I don't My know. daughter asked me that question when she was six. <laughs> she Does said, she, write for she info said Daddy, what's birth control? And I said, well, that allows people to have sex without having a baby. And she goes, why would they do that? And I go, because it feels good. And she goes, oh. So my daughter now grasps something that the readers of InfoWars are still like... Probably not the only thing. That's amazing. (laughs) Probably not the only thing. No pun intended. Question number three. According... Oh, I'm A big one. Really... No, not not too big. There's legal issues. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> well done. Oh, now they're fighting over it. <laughs> I mean, we do owe the audience several shots, so this is this is fine. This is fine. All right. All right. All right, guys. Ready? Three, two, one. Well done, audience. And happy birthday. Is that what I heard? Is it your birthday? Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, question number three. According to InfoWars, climate change is what? Christian. A hoax? Uh, Not what I'm looking for. Oh, so sorry. I know. I know. Not exactly what I'm looking for. Climate change is what? Camille. A fabrication by the liberal media. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not uh, not quite right, Keith. Awesome. <laughs> wow, that is absolutely the opposite of what they said. <laughs> uh, Will's not even going to go there. Uh, this is a tough one. The correct answer, according to InfoWars, climate change is, quote, not as bad as we thought. Oh. oh, that's close to awesome. Thank God. It's really it's growth, and we should congratulate them. <laughs> I have higher standards. I should have gotten the points. Nope. <laughs> awesome would be like I'm the dictator here. All right, here we go. Question do, number four. According to an Infowars headline, Mark Zuckerberg quote shovels dog poo and what? <laughs> Wait, what? The, the actual headline of on Infowars is Mark Zuckerberg shovels dog poo and what else does he do? Mows his lawn. So that's the type of thing we're looking for, but that's, that's not uh, not quite correct. Mark Zuckerberg shovels dog poo. Did they say poo? Poo. Mm-hmm. P o o. No. P o o. Keith. Recycles. <laughs> Uh, incorrect. I'm sorry. Think a little bigger. A little bigger. What else does Mark Zuckerberg do with this time? No? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really disappointed here. Um, the headline says, Mark Zuckerberg shovels dog poo and plans world domination. Oh. <laughs> Think big. Rebecca, I read like six weeks worth of Daily Mail science headlines. <laughs> So, I, I'm just really disappointed in this new turn. Mm-hmm. Keeping us on our toes. 
Uh, Next yeah. week it'll be Yahoo News. And by the way, by the way, having perused the last two months worth of Infowars, like in the last few days, I would say, and I'm not kidding here, I would say like 70% of their science headlines involve Facebook in some way. Oh, wow. They are obsessed. Like, on a scale of one to ten, how much stupider do you think that, that, that work has made you? Do you think it's, like, reduced your cognitive ability? Oh, I've definitely... I've lost more brain cells to that than from drinking. <laughs> and that's saying really, something. Yeah, because you're quite a lush. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, you guys. Okay, for the people listening at home, she's actually built a pyramid of beer cans next to her computer. <laughs> I'm actually wearing one of those crushing. helmets with two beer cans, <laughs> but just oh, bottles God. of Jack in each of them. Mm. Audience is like, eh, but she probably would if she could. <laughs> it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number five. According to Infowars, what did Samsung recently do that is proof the TV manufacturer is trying to brainwash consumers into doing their bidding? What is proof that Samsung is brainwashing their consumers? Oh man, Christian. Stab in the dark. They released an ad? <laughs> an ad with gay people? Oh, no. Oh, you're, you know, you said ad, so I'm going to give you points because everybody else is stumped. Thank you. <laughs> it is a marketing effort. Uh, so Samsung released this thing where they say that you can be self-hypnotized into forgetting your favorite TV show or movie so you can watch it again fresh. <laughs> And it's an huh. obvious marketing stunt, but Infowars wrote a very serious article <laughs> about how this is proved. On uh, April 1st, <laughs> Samsung announced this amazing new technology. Right. This Somehow is, that's always when new technologies come out. This is how they end the article. This is a direct quote. The eerie nature of the project, akin to a Black Mirror episode, raises questions as to whether the corporate giant has something more sinister behind its efforts to literally control customers' minds. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's serious business. Okay, not to side with InfoWars, <laughs> but do you remember that, G- that Google, as an April Fool's Day joke, said they were going to write your emails for you? I do remember that. And now they do. Yeah. No. You can now choose a That's pre-written true. response to your emails they, they now. They also said they were going to give us a gigabyte of storage for our email. <laughs> That's tomorrow. That's coming. Yeah, it's next. Any moment now. Question number six. According to InfoWars, a snowboarder has disproved what scientific theory? Christian. Climate change? Absolutely correct. Thanks, Sean Mike. Yeah, I'd love to give you more information about this, but it was presented in a video, and I tried to watch it, and I couldn't get past the opening. (laughs) It's literally just a guy on a snowboard with, like, a selfie stick. I'm like, okay. That's proof enough for me. Look at all this snow. (laughs) How is anything warming? All right. (laughs) Question number seven. According to InfoWars, an AI god will one day ask humans to do what? (laughs) Will. Turn each other into food. Uh, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> what would the AI god ask of us petty humans? This is like just in the headlines. <laughs> swear to God. Keith. Uh, just a fight for its entertainment to kill each other. Um, no. So sorry. It should, but no. Any other guesses? No. Uh, according to InfoWars, 
the AI God will one day ask humans to sacrifice their bodies and upload their consciousnesses to the cloud. I would love to. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Ask us or offer us. <laughs> yeah. We are the future that InfoWars is terrified of. <laughs> We're like, that true. sounds great. Let's do it. Have y'all seen Star Trek? Did you say Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> Where he uploads his conscience to the computer and he lists forever. Voyager, y'all. Oh, and Voyager, you're referencing Star Trek Voyager? Mm -hmm. Did you see the one where they became lizards and fucked? I did, and I never watched that episode again. It's it's horrendous. It's really bad. It's Tom Paris and Catherine Janeway. Yeah. And I was just excited to see my two faves get together. I watched that with my mom. (laughs) That must have been. Yeah, like they literally, they de-evolutionized. That's so great that they can show actual sex and get past the censors. Right, but they had to be lizards at the time. And then they had the whole awkward conversation afterwards yeah. when they were back to humans. Yeah. And we were like, like so. So that happened. <laughs> 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 what but a... they had kids. They did. They did. Were the kids lizards or people? Yeah, they lizards. were lizards. Lizards. Yeah. They came wow. out of the people. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I have a lot of questions about lizard. Y'all humans. should watch Star Trek. <laughs> I watched all the good ones and then, you know. I saw the Voyager triple. is a good one. There was one about Tribbles. And they yeah. Were, yeah. yeah. That, that was also yeah. an episode in Voyager, though. But also ah. in Deep Space Nine. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Oh, my Deep God. Space Nine. Oh, Space oh, my God. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Star Trek this is now, started. This, this is, is now a worst episode of Star Trek <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. <laughs> the, right. the men are excused. They've got this. Guys, we only have one question left. So hands on your buzzers. Question number eight. Uh, a new tick species has been found in New Jersey. According to InfoWars, where did it most likely come from? You guys got this. I can feel it. You guys got it. Uh, Camille. Africa. (laughs) (laughs) They're really racist. Because they're so racist. Alex Jones needs to be put in an institution. I'm just going to give you points so you'll stop, like, (laughs) whatever's happening right now. Because this could go on for hours. (laughs) I could. No, no, that's not where they think the ticks came from. Any other guesses? Where did these mystery ticks come from, Keith? The only thing they seem to hate more than Africa is California. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's incorrect. That was gonna be my guess. Any other guesses? Come on, you guys aren't thinking like InfoWarsy enough. <laughs> this is true, yeah. like InfoWars territory. Will is it the deep state? Can you define that? Because I actually don't really know you what know, that means. You know, our intelligence community, the FBI, CIA, NSA. Okay, uh, shut the, up. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Yes, the deep Ooh. state. Well done, Will. Uh, here's what they say. It was released either accidentally or intentionally from a bioweapons lab controlled by the government. So I feel like that's deep statey. Uh, and they say they know that that's the fact because that's how the deer tick got out. <laughs> So it's just good science, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. In actuality, it probably it just comes from another continent. Somebody came over with it. It got loose. another continent. Sorry. Not Rebecca. Africa. Uh huh. It's not Africa. It's European. So racist. I'm so sorry. Uh, all right. So that's the end of our game. So are you guys ready to see who won? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> oh my God! It's a three-way tie for first place. So the winner is. This is not Keith. <laughs> Everyone but Keith has won the game. That's well amazing. done, Christian, wow. Will, and Camille. Hey, good job. 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 Good
Why don't you hold the hold the, the belt, the belt up together? together? Yeah, yeah. you could probably all fit in if you squeeze together. Wow! And if somebody could take pictures of them uh, and then send it to us on Twitter, that would be great. Just help well, really enjoy it. I'll stand over here and look sad. Yeah, just look really pathetic. <laughs> we will do more pictures after I do this wrap up. So, uh, so thank you so much for being here for our first episode of the podcast. We will be back here next month on the first Thursday of the month. I hope you can come. We're going to have uh, Seti's Seth Showstack, Adam Rogers from Wired, and the hilarious comedian Natasha Muse. Uh, you can find out more if you go on Twitter at Quizotron or Quizotron.com. And you'll be able to find us on iTunes as soon as this goes up in a few days. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Good night. Woo!